Welcome back to the Game Masters Academy. This is the show where we strive every week to help you make every session great. My name is Greg. Thank you for joining me. If you're looking for uh, some information regarding Dungeons and Dragons, um, as well as DMing in general for your favorite tabletop game, then you have found the right place and welcome. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening. I appreciate you all. And this week on Combat Corner, where we take a look at a single encounter for Dungeons and Dragons 5e, as well as some different options that we can add to spice things up a little bit, I want to take a look at uh, a unique monster out of the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravinica. And that would be a Conclave Dryad. Uh, The encounter will involve more than that, but the Dryad is the central focus piece. Uh, Innate spellcasting with some pretty uh, nice uh, druid spells. Magic resistance um, basically has uh, speak with... um, Not only speak with animals, but also speak with plants pretty much active 100% of the time as well as some interesting uh, other actions that it can utilize. Uh, The very first uh, being a three-point multi-attack, so between Vine Staff and Longbow you get three actions a turn. Uh, Vine Staff is interesting, basically allows you on a hit to potentially restrain a target, Uh, and I have to get a DC Strength, Athletics, or Dexterity Acrobatics check. Uh, Longbow is pretty straightforward. Summoning a mount, uh, the creature is able to uh, summon an elk and then ride the elk, uh, which would be great if it had a reach weapon, though it does not. Although you could ride the elk and then use the longbow and just try and pick people off from a distance, which would be really annoying, but um, would work. And then the rechargeable item is suppress magic, which uh, you could pick a specific magic item to suppress for 10 minutes. And uh, lots of lots of different opportunities here to utilize uh, all of this, uh, as far as the creature is concerned, uh, all of these different unique things to really change the dynamic on a battlefield uh, at any time, as well as uh, a unique opportunity to uh, drop something like you know Wall of Thorns, as well as. Um, Vine staff or whatnot, and so the spell Wall of Thorns uh, specifically does 78 slashing damage. There's a deck save, blah blah blah. But the first time a creature enters the wall on a turn or ends its turn there, the creature must make another dexterity saving throw, or it takes an additional 78 damage. Okay, that's great. Uh, as well as the fact that if you are restrained. You have disadvantage on saving throws. You can't move, and if the Wall of Thorns is on you, you are stuck. You you can't get away. Uh, so that has a unique opportunity to really present uh, a challenge there. Typically, that type of a restrained type of scenario would require a concentration on a different spell. And so here, we could restrain somebody. Uh, they're unable to move. They are... Um, then having Wall of Thorns cast on top of them for 78 damage on a failed dexterity save, which they have disadvantage of. Then, at the start of their, not the start of their turn, sorry, if they enter it for the first time on a turn, 
or at the end of their turn, they have uh, to make the save again for the same amount of damage. So on their turn, even if they break free of the uh, vines as they you know move through them and things along those lines, uh, they're going to take damage. They're going to take damage at the end of it. Uh, it does. Uh, there's a lot here that can really challenge um, a group um, as far as the can, you know the the combination of those two is concerned. One additional point to make regarding the Conclave Druid's spells uh, is plant growth specifically is not a concentration spell. And so if you have the Wall of Thorns or Spike Growth and Plant Growth, they work together um, because one, Plant Growth is not concentration and Plant Growth does not create difficult terrain. It creates terrain that requires four feet of movement to get through. Uh, so what I mean by that is if you go to move one square within Plant Growth, one five-foot square requires 20 foot of speed to move through. If you also have spike growth in the same location, that is difficult terrain as well as a movement reduction, two separate things, they work together. So now it takes eight feet of movement to move one feet through that particular, uh, or I should say one foot, through that particular location. So to move one five foot square would require 40 speed and it really can completely shut down a battlefield and the movement that could potentially be associated with that. And generally speaking, whoever can move better and adjust things on the battlefield better is going to have an easier time with success. So that's just something else to point out regarding the spell list that the Conclave Dryad has. Uh, is challenge level 9, uh, which I think is probably pretty accurate. Challenge at level 9 for a party, uh, you're looking at 5th uh, level spells, which are, where it's where, uh, I think I've said this before, at 5th level spells is where players start becoming small versions of gods. And you can really start changing the battlefield as well as the overall outcome of spells uh, utilizing uh, those spell slots. And so this sounds super powerful, blah, 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 on the Conclave Druid, but you got to remember, you know, you're dealing with fifth level spells um, from the party and all of the different effects that those can bring as well. So we've got one Conclave Druid. Um, we, again, the, uh, I shouldn't say again, but the Suppress Magic item, I would specifically look for somebody that's doing uh, fire damage, like if someone has a flame-touched sword or something at level 9, which would be crazy. Um, but if you've got a really high uh, magic campaign, uh, it's feasible. Um, but if you've got something like that that is very obviously there, that's what I would do. Alternatively, uh, you could target a wizard's staff before you happen to know what it is or a rod or whatever it is that they you know, potentially are using. Uh, so that's just a nice uh, little way to help uh, adjust the way that the battlefield is approached. Uh, Suppress magic item is on a recharge, but it only works... Um, basically, it lasts for 10 minutes, and then it lasts until the dryad is incapacitated or dies, or entire the dryad uses a bonus action to end the effect. So initially, when I went through this, I thought that what it was saying was that if you targeted something else the first 
effect stopped or the first suppression stopped. And that's actually not true. What it's uh, basically saying is you can suppress every single one of the magic items if you recharge, uh, and then that lasts until the dryad is incapacitated or it dies um, or it could specifically choose to end the effect. Now, this is going to recommend that the dryad is lawful good. Um, and so I'm kind of, I don't know, I don't really like to follow the idea that every single orc you find is evil, every single uh, dryad that you find is, you know, a conclave dryad is lawful good. Um, I think that there's more nuance that can be there. I think that that's a, that should be just considered typical. I don't think that uh, you should feel bad creating an evil dryad that the party's going after. I also don't think that we should feel bad if the party decides to kill a good character. Uh, I should say a good creature. Um, so, a couple things there to think about as well. Uh, next, um, I think with them, we need to add a couple of little things to just kind of help out a little bit. And that would be two animated trees. Uh, pretty basic, not anything crazy. Armor class is basically garbage, 13. Um, it is vulnerable to fire, um, but it is uh, does have false appearance. And so it is indistinguishable from a normal tree as long as it's not moving. It's important because we want to uh, basically have this happen on her terms and utilize a layer action to animate the two trees on the very first time that there's an opportunity for a layer action. And then they hit like a truck, so 3d6 plus 4 for a level 2 creature is pretty crazy, but by the time you're up to level 9, uh, with the uh, vulnerability to fire damage and only 59 hit points, uh, they're not going to stand up long. The point that the awakened tree has, uh, I think I said animated tree the first time, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the point of the awakened tree is to just divert the resources of the party so that way your conclave dryad doesn't just you know eat a bunch of spells and a bunch of smites from paladins and just die so they're there to have that happen if you've got a really strong party that you're constantly uh creating combat encounters for you might just want to start with these guys already animated and um, available uh, and then you know if you've only got a party of four uh, maybe that's something that they can have added on so that's the encounter um, a conclave drive uh, two awakened trees and this fun shenanigans that it can go with uh, we want to like always talk about layer actions and legendary actions for our weekly encounters our layer actions, we've already kind of talked about that, um, potentially using that as an opportunity to awaken the tree. Additionally, for layer actions, I would want to include Fog Cloud as a, a spell that can be cast. Uh, obviously, it would not be something that the uh, Conclave Dryad casts because it requires concentration. That would just be a natural occurrence that's occurring within the space of the encounter, reducing invisibility, let me rephrase that, reducing visibility, as well as um, providing uh, an interesting situation to mitigate. Uh, and so the reason I say that is, although the Conclave Dryad, as well as the trees, do not have any sort of blind sight, tremor sense, anything along those lines, the party and the Conclave Dryad would still be attacking with a straight roll. 
And so fog cloud provides heavy obscurement. Um, and so the party members would be unable to see their target, which means they attack at disadvantage. But the target, the Conclave Dryad, would be unable to see them, which means that they would attack at advantage. And so you have disadvantage and advantage cancel each other out, and you're basically dealing with straight rolls. So naturally the thought process is, well, what's the point of Fog Cloud then? So the point of Fog Cloud is two things. One, it reduces spells that you are required to have a line of sight for and makes basically makes them unusable. Additionally, it is something that would then provide disadvantage to, let's say, a rogue. Well, a rogue that has disadvantage on its roll, regardless of how many instances of advantage it has, is unable to utilize this sneak attack. So it's just another option that we could take a look at to uh, help with battlefield control as our Conclave Dryad. Point of note, additionally, although you are unable to see the target, you still know their location. Uh, and that is done through your um, ability to hear and or smell, just like the creatures and the characters, they have that ability, unless you take a stealth uh, roll and you succeed. Once that happens, then the creature is hidden. But until someone rolls stealth, even though I can't see them, I still know the location, or I should say the Conclave Dryad and the Awakened Trees, still know the location of the party. Furthermore, the spell uh, Wall of Thorns, the one that we talked about, and how that could couple with the Restrained effect, does not require sight. The wall appears within range on a solid surface and lasts for the duration. That is word for word what it says. And so I, the Conclave Dryad is capable of casting that spell within Fog Cloud. Next, we want to take a look at legendary actions that we want to give the Conclave Dryad to make it a little bit uh, more of a challenge for the culminating event of a quest or if you're just looking for ways to provide additional challenge to the party. The first thing that we want to always do is provide legendary resistances. Uh, typically you would get three, and it's basically the next time it fails to save, it can just say, nope, I succeeded that one, and then use one of its uh, lose one of its legendary resistances to do so. Next, for legendary actions, we want to take a look at uh, utilizing the attack feature, always, uh, that's a great one. And so utilizing either Vine Staff or Longbow on um, after another creature's turn, uh, the alternative to that would be also Command Tree. You've got a couple of Awakened Trees, so then you're able to command them to uh, attack. Uh, and then lastly, I think a great one would be that if you're standing within five feet of a tree, that she can tree stride from that tree to any other tree within, I don't know, 30 feet, 60 feet, something along those lines. So you can strategically position these awakened trees, and then as a legendary action, she can gain the essentially the effects of a Misty Step, uh, though obviously Tree Stride is significantly more thematic. The way that I see this encounter going down, or the story behind it, is this Conclave Dryad holds the key information that your party is searching for uh, about the forest that you're going through about the fey wild uh, something and the conclave dryad is requiring that they 
potentially, if you're going to say that they're lawful good and that the party is a good party, the conclave dryad is testing their strength to know that if they give this secret to them, they will be able to resist whatever the temptation is that's potentially going to be uh, chasing after them. So that way they don't give the secret away. And so this entire encounter is designed around this test of strength and the ability of the party to show their worth of the secret that the Conclave Dryad currently has. Battle ensues. The party is able to prove their worth, and eventually the Conclave Dryad calls off their attacks. That is Combat Corner for the week. Uh, I hope you had uh, a great week this week. I hope you have a great week next week. I look forward to uh, speaking with you guys again soon. I hope you have a wonderful uh, session. Quick reminder announcements. We will be uh, starting a Patreon. Uh, Again, that is to be providing additional content for world builder type worlds, as well as um, just some sneak peeks into my planning, um, just other little things. Uh, It's mainly just an opportunity for people, if they're interested, to show support. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you have a great week. And as always, let's let the dice decide.